Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Patriot Strong. I am joined by Michelle Peterson tonight, whom I first met in South Carolina a couple months ago at one of the Clay Clark Reawakened tours. And then again last month at um, a General Flynn and Emily Peterson event. And it was so much fun, you know, so many like-minded patriots. And I am so glad, Michelle, that you got to join me tonight. Thank you so much for taking the time. I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Um, I uh, I know we both are very familiar with the uh, quote, local action makes national impact. And I know that you've had a huge impact in your town. So for my audience, can you please just tell how you got started and where it has led you now? Sure. So I live in Illinois, um, which I consider really the belly of the beast of all of this that's going on. Um, but I was doing some research, deep dives, getting in some rabbit holes. And with some of the podcasts I was watching, Clay Clark, of course, would, you know, come up all the time. So Clay was also doing a lot of deep dives and, and telling everybody the truth of what was going on. And they had an event uh, last April, which uh, took place in Tulsa. And they weren't called the Reawaken event tours at that time. It was um, the Health and Freedom Conference. Mm -hmm. And there was a group of us that went to Tulsa from here. We drove down. It was about a nine-hour drive. And all along the way, we're thinking, oh, you know, we didn't know what to expect. There hadn't been anything yet up to that point. And, you know, all these mandates were coming through. And they were talking about the vaccines at that point. It was just initiating. And so we're thinking, like, well, is Trump going to show up? We didn't know what to expect. You know, we thought, you know, maybe he'd show up. We had no idea. So, you know, all of this hype and looking forward to going down there. Well, we get there and it wasn't anything that we expected. It was very um, spiritual, um, explaining that this whole battle that we're in is, you know, dark against light and it's um, good versus evil. And it's no longer the Republican Democrat thing. You know, we're definitely have a uniparty going on in our country right now. Yes. And so when we were down there and listening to all of these speakers and all of the pastors and the, the physicians and um, General Flynn, at that point, you know, Lynn Wood was on the tour, all of them, and just, they were all speaking truth of what was going on. And I think there were like 4,500 tickets that were available and over 50,000 people requested. So I'm sitting there in my seat and just wondering, why am I here? What is my why? You know? And yeah. so- and, and that was the message throughout the whole weekend was, you know, you have to do something. And um, Pastor Greg Locke got up and he's from Global Vision Bible Church down in Tennessee. And he was speaking directly to me and it felt like everybody else in that building disappeared. And he was just talking to me and telling me to get right with God, get back in the game and fight, do something. So um, I didn't have a church at that point that I was going to. I, of course, was a Christian. I believed in God and believed that Christ had died for my sins and just trying to find a church. Every time I'd go to church, it never felt right everywhere that I had gone. And so I was just watching Pastor Locke online for weeks and dressed up like I was going to church, would go down to the little canal that we have here in town and just sit there and I'd watch him on video and then somebody sent me another video of another church here in town and um, or like another town, oh, maybe 25 minutes from where I'm at. And um, it's called Fox River Lutheran Church. And listening to that pastor is the same message that Pastor Locke was giving, just not probably as animated as Pastor Locke is. Um, but then I started watching them online back to back, didn't realize that 
Fox River Lutheran was just here in my backyard. And after about watching online for about four or five weeks, realized that that's where he was. And so then I started attending church again. But in the meantime, there was a group of us that we were getting together. We were meeting up and, you know, 30 people, 50 people, then 100 people, you know, and um, with a group of friends and I, and we were trying to just push out truth in our little area, letting people know what was really going on. And, you know, one thing led to another. And eventually in November of 21, we had um, Dr. Artis zoomed in with us and we had no room, you know, the capacity where we were couldn't hold more than maybe to 80 to 100 people. And that was with standing room. So we ended up renting out a couple of rooms at a local hotel, um, their conference rooms. And we had about 300 people when he zoomed in. And so we we're like, we have something here. We need to to do something more with this. So that's kind of how that all started. That's so awesome. And, you know, um, the event that was last month was actually at the church and I got to hear her pastor speak and it just, it connected. Like you said, you feel like he's speaking directly to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's, really moving whenever you can connect with a pastor that can connect singularly with anybody in the audience, listening to them and the things that he said, the way that he spoke, the passion behind his words is really like a driving factor and what connected me so much. Um, and I know that I reached out to you earlier in this week asking for a live stream and they do have live streams. I recommend all of my audience turn tuning in to the live streams. I'll put the link up over here. You guys can tune in every Sunday, right? At what time? So um, church actually starts at 9.15, but they don't start the live stream until he actually starts preaching. And it's typically around 9.45 central time. Okay. So again, you guys literally trust me whenever I say you need to hear him speak. Um, one of the most passionate speakers I've ever had the privilege of listening to. And once you tune in, you will understand why I'm recommending, why Michelle is recommending all of this. And he's actually had the opportunity to join in a much larger audience. Michelle, if you want to announce that. This is amazing. So for the last, I don't know, six, seven months, I've been sending some sermons of his to Clay Clark. And for a couple months prior to the General Flynn event that we had, I was sending them to General Flynn as well. Now, I'm not sure that they've had a ton of time to actually look into this, but I just felt in my heart that he needed to be on this reawakened tour at some point. And so he was actually invited by General Flynn and Clay Clark to join them on the Branson tour. So he will be in Branson November 4th and 5th with the reawakened tour. That's so, so awesome. It is. Um, and you guys, I think that's, is it the thrivetimeshow.com that you guys can go get tickets to? Yep. Yep. Thrivetimeshow.com. And I've been to so many of these events. There are so many like-minded patriots at these events, so many speakers that just speak not only truth, but, you know, from their hearts and they give everybody so much positivity and like, it's going to be okay kind of thing. If you haven't been to one of the reawakened tours, I highly, highly recommend it. Right. One of the best experiences that you will ever get to attend in my opinion. Absolutely. And it's something that's just so needed right now in our country. And, you know, for Clay and General Flynn to listen to their calling from God and to be able to put these events on and 
the people that come out, like people are just hungry for the truth right now. I and mean, we're not getting that on our mainstream news, as you know, you know, there's little things coming out here and there. And, you know, last week, I think they actually admitted that these vaccines weren't going to cure COVID, right? They just said it's going to mitigate, which that's not, it's not even mitigating COVID at this point. So people who have gotten these vaccines are getting COVID. Um, people do end up in the hospitals. They do end up on ventilators sometimes, even with having vaccines. Um, and again, I mean, we probably shouldn't even be calling them vaccines, right? They're right. they're a bioweapon, essentially. So it's, it's not a vaccine. Um, but I mean, there's truth in all of this and everything that they're pushing out at these reawaken tours. My pastor has been, uh, Pastor Kevin Garner, he has been led to the truth by God in all of this. And I was teasing at the event that we had in Sheridan a few weeks ago that he's red pilling people and he doesn't even know it. And the funny joke about that is his, his wife came up to me later and asked what red pilling was. So, you know, and I had explained to them about the matrix, you know, the red pill and the blue pill and getting the truth and yes. what's really happening in our country and the world. And he, he does it every week. I mean, one week he talks about the world economic forum and AI and what they're doing, the digital currency, and he's finding the truth in all of this. And, um, you know, I, I talked to him one time last year um, when I first started going to the church and they had met about doing um, writing up religious exemptions and they weren't sure where to start. And I attended this meeting and I kind of just sat back and listened for a while and see where they were headed. And I was able to show them, you know, went to the America's Frontline Doctors and show them the letter that they already had that was up there and show them a couple of other websites and show them where they could find these letters already done and they could just tweak them to what they needed and what they wanted. So at that time, though, I was telling him about the Lucifer race, you know, that yes. that the Gates Foundation is coming up yes. with, you know, with um, Johns Hopkins University. And, it, you know, it's the nanotechnology, bioluminescence, and they'll be able to track you digitally, you know, through your bank accounts, through your medical history, your family history. And they'll have an app where they can just scan your arm in it. He was looking at me like he was just with his mouth open a little bit. And then I told him about the human implantable quantum dot vaccination system that they wanted to use and the Gates Foundation putting that together with, um, I think it was MIT. And when I was telling about the Lucifer race and told him about the patent number, it was W0 2020 Yep. And, you know, and told him that the W0 stood for world order. And he's like, what? Well, he ended up researching it that week researched way more than what I had told him and put it in his sermon the following week. I mean, it was amazing. Like he, he wants to know the truth too. And, and he goes and finds all of this truth, relates it back to the Bible, relates it to the constitution, relates it then back to the Bible. It's, it's amazing what God is doing to him. He is so anointed for this time. And I'm so blessed to have found this church and the congregation at this church. They're so, you know, welcoming and our congregation has doubled in size over, you know, through COVID. And according to Pastor Kevin, we've had more people saved at Fox River the last two years coming to Christ than at any time since Fox, since, uh, Fox River was actually a church. And that was in like the late 1800s. Amazing. And yeah. you know, it really is, and I know you said this in the beginning, a, a spiritual battle. It's not Republican and Democrat. It's good versus evil, light versus dark, spirituality. It's an entire thing that people, right. they're either going to come and see on their own or it's going to be too late and they're 
going to wish that they had, in my opinion. You know, you mentioned about um, the AI and being able to track people and scan people. You know, it says in the Bible, the mark of the beast. I fully think that that's what this entire agenda is going to, the mark of the beast. I know a lot of people might roll their eyes or laugh, but whenever you read and look into it, that's really what I, I think it is. Right. It's easy for these people to make fun of us, right? We're the conspiracy theorists, but we're the ones who have been doing all the research. So we do all this research and they're sitting home watching Fox News or CNN and they're calling us conspiracy theorists without even doing an ounce of research, you know, and all you have to do is go to the World Economic Forum, look at Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Harari. I mean, yeah, they're, they're so evil, you know, and the stuff that they're pushing out and some of the stuff that Elon Musk is pushing out, you know, and, and using AI and he said it's going to be in the the frontal lobe, you know, and in the, in the book of revelation, it talks about in the forehead and in the right hand. Exactly. So, I mean, you you can't make it up, right? It's just, it's all right there in front of us. And I I know you've been a huge advocate on, on the church side, the religion side, but also the school board. I know you're really into that and standing up for the kids. Can you speak on that a little bit? Sure. Yep. So this kind of all started for me going to the school birds of trying to get these kids unmasked and showing the truth in that and that, you know, the science all says that these masks don't work. Even the N95 masks don't work. They will protect the person wearing it, but they won't protect the person in front of them. So as soon as they exhale, you know, all of that's going out, but it's just the, the nonsense. And they're saying, follow the science. Well, nobody was following the science because if they were, none of us would have been a masks. Right. Um, yeah. And so that was part of it, going to the school board meetings. And we, we started going, well, initially I, the first school board meeting I went to, I have to tell you, this is kind of a funny story. I think there were about, it was at the high school here in town. And I think there's maybe five people there and a couple of us were only there about the masks. And, um, you know, I'd played some college level softball. So I would use, you know, visualization tools all the time, you know, with hitting or whatever. So I just visualized a group of people behind me, including my family and I visualize, you know, General Flynn behind me and Clay Clark behind me and Donald Trump behind me and all of these patriots behind me. And it just kind of gave me the, the strength to actually go up and speak. Because if you've never spoken at one of these before, even though they work for us, it's very intimidating to go there and speak. Oh, yeah. So I think that's my biggest message to people is if you don't feel comfortable speaking, at least show up. You know, there's so many grandparents out there that want to do something, but they don't know what to do. They don't know enough about what to say. But if they can show up at a school board meeting and support the people that are speaking, I mean, that just speaks volumes, you know, just doing that simple thing, just gives somebody so much strength and you, you draw from that energy from those people when you're speaking. So we end up getting a group of us, I think maybe 10 of us, we kind of call ourselves this posse and we would go to the school board meetings and try and support each other, you know, and somebody would talk about CRT and SEL and then somebody else would talk about the masks and somebody else was talking about, you know, the like Jeff Wynn, you know, he spoke at our event. He was going to these school, me- school board meetings with us too. And he was talking all about the national sex education standards. Yeah. And he has gotten, this man is amazing. He has gotten, wow, I, over 500 schools in Illinois to say that they weren't going to adopt these mandates. And that's affecting over a million kids in the state of Illinois. So that's what we've been doing with the school boards and just helping each other out and finding information you know, helping people with their religious exemptions, where to go, what verbiage to use and and how best to write those. And 
you know, just trying to get a little bit into everything and helping each other out through this whole thing. It's just such an evil satanic agenda, you know, and until you see it from a, from that 30,000 foot view and you, you don't see the big picture, you put all these little things by themselves. It's no big deal. What's, what's the, what's the big deal about a mask or, you know, we've all gotten vaccines. What's yeah. the big deal about a vaccine, exactly. you know? what's a big deal about abortion? You know, it's no big deal. It's, it's fine. It's women's choice. It's, you know, the right to their own body. And so it's just, but it, when you put it all together, then you see the the bigger agenda about depopulation. And even that sounds crazy, right? Like what on earth are we talking about? They want to depopulate us, but then you go and look at the Georgia Guidestones and exactly. yeah. you, know, exactly. right? <laughs> and you have the Georgia Guidestones that say they want to depopulate us to 500 million people. I think that was written in what, eight or 10 different languages. And yep. Yeah. So, you know, thankfully those have been destroyed. And I think that was a God thing too. Those have finally come down. Um, You know, and that was, I think what the day after Roe v. Wade was overturned. Coincidence, right? Right. Right. Yeah. I I think that God is finally blessing us again, the United States of America, and we're back in his favor, you know, and um, it's just, you just gotta see, like, like I said, from the bigger picture of what's going on, that it's not just about one thing. It's all of these things put together and they're hitting us. Yeah, they really are. And like you said, the, the curriculum at the school boards, um, and I don't know if I shared my story with you or not. Personally, I can speak on this because I was a preschool, pre-K, kindergarten teacher for eight years. One of the biggest um, child care companies in the entire country. They recognize Pride Month. They have a specific LGBT pride curriculum that they teach and they do activities that are surrounding this curriculum, you know, from six weeks to 12 years old. So if you think it's not affecting your kid in elementary school or middle school or high school, it's affecting them in all levels of education. Um, They're coming after our kids. They're giving them these hormone blockers that are affecting them, you know, biologically it's going to forever change their dna and that goes all the way back to like what you had just said a depopulation agenda people can roll their eyes and laugh if you want to that's fine but once you dig into it and once you realize what's happening you'll never look at anything the same right ever and once you see it you can't unsee it you know i was able to go to a school board meeting where they were talking in illinois about the masks, right? And it was right around the time that Tom DeVore, who's an attorney, was trying to get these masks off these kids. And the the um, the decision on that was coming out either that night or the next day. I think it was that night of the school board meeting. And um, so after everybody started talking about the masks, I'm like, okay, I need to take a different angle here, you know? And so I gave them that 30,000 foot view and, you know, told them, that I said, you know, this isn't just about the masks. I said, they're coming after our children every yes. way they can. And they're trying to depopulate us as crazy as that sounds. And I told them about, you know, we all know about the CARES Act money and the money that all of these schools have gotten to show that they were, you know, putting through these mitigation issues and pushing the vaccine. So if they write up that, you know, they're masking their kids, they're pushing the vaccines, they're doing all these things, they're complying, they'll get a set amount of money. And that was put out in like three different batches of money, I believe. And the last batch of money that was put out was completely tied to them showing that they were doing these mitigations. And that was the largest amount of money. And I want to say it was almost $2 billion that the state of Illinois got. Um, And so then you, you put that CARES Act money with 
the CARES Act money that they were pushing in the hospitals across the country to follow their COVID protocols. So then, you know, researching that, you find out, okay, so they're getting bonused to give a COVID test. Okay. So these PCR tests that were faulty right from the beginning because they used too high of an amplification on it. Yes. So, you know, you put that amplification up greater than 35, you're going to find whatever you want to, whatever you're looking for, you're going to find. Um, and it's been explained to me that when they use those PCR tests, it's kind of like, if you're looking for a bicycle, you can't find the whole bicycle, but you find a pedal, you find a tire, you find the handlebars, right? So then you're like, oh, well, it must be a bicycle. So that's how they're doing this. And it's giving all these false positives and false negatives. So anyway, they're being bonus to give these tests. Then they're also being bonus to diagnose COVID. Then they're bonus to admit the patient. Um, and these bonuses are coming from the federal government, from the, from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, which is CMS. And then they're bonus if they administer a drug called remdesivir. Now, remdesivir was used in the Ebola trials, killed 53% of the people that they gave it to. So we have this plethora of remdesivir. And so Fauci's like, we're going to use remdesivir. And he only allowed it to be used in the United States of America. Yeah. So that was only in the United States of America in the year 2020. And then if they end up going on a ventilator, which most of those people will, because remdesivir shuts down your kidneys and it shuts down your liver function. Well, if you shut down your kidneys, you're going to fill up with fluid. Yes. So they put you on a ventilator and they're putting the ventilator way too high, but then you put on, they get put on a ventilator, then they get bonus $39,000. Yeah. And one treatment of remdesivir is right around $2,400 each time. And the, the protocol is five to 10 treatments. So if you give a full 10 treatment, if they live that long, you're, it's $24,000. Then you put them on the vent. And then if you, if they die, I think it was another $15,000 yeah. if they died. And then the mortician that takes them in is another $15,000 for them. So then what they started doing is they bonused a 20% bonus on the entire hospital bill if they had an ICD-10 code of COVID-19 and they were given remdesivir. So I did this in a school board meeting, told them all about that, told them about the CARES Act money, put it all together, you know, and they're looking at you like they, they couldn't believe it. And and they were all engaged. I mean, you go to school, it means they're, they're typing on their computer, they're writing notes down, nobody's looking at you. But at this particular meeting, when I was speaking about all of this, every single one of them was making eye contact with me. And it was amazing. And they gave us five minutes at this one. And it felt like a lifetime because normally you get three minutes and you're done. Yeah. My five minutes were up and the president of the school board said, oh, your five minutes are up. I said, so am I done? He's like, actually, no, please continue. Wow. So I'm guessing that he was kind of on our side and wanted the truth to come out, you know? And so uh, I was able to finish and explain all of it and, and, and give them this whole view of what they're doing and how they're coming after our children. And that, you know, one of the other things I was telling them too, and this was a big thing. So even once they took the masks off these kids in school, educating these school boards that, you know, yeah. they were still asking them in the buses. And, you know, if you looked at the mandate that came down from the federal government, you can't mandate them to mask on the buses because when it's a federal mandate, it's when you cross state lines, that's when that actually comes into effect. When you're in your own state, that federal mandate has no, it's nothing. We, we are our own sovereign state. And to explain that to them, which I was able to do that night, again, you know, it's like a light bulb goes on and yep. 
you, you know, like it's just about educating them and telling them like, they're so used to listening to these three letter agencies, you know, that <coughs> president Trump showed us the FBI, the CIA at the higher levels, they're all corrupt. And, you know, then you have, you know, the CDC and the FDA and they're all being funded personally by, you know, Gates and Soros and all these guys putting all this money yes. in there where a long time ago it was funded by our tax dollars. Well, now it's become so it's, it's, it, it's so political and everything's politicized now with that. It's not where it's like a bipartisan type of thing and what's best for everyone. You know, they're, they're listening to the people that are funding them and giving them the money. So if you have somebody funding you who actually has a drug called luciferase, you know, how, how do you trust that person? And it's all being forced on us. So I just think people need to just look at the big picture and do, do what they can do in their own town and educate somebody. I mean, David and Stacey White with Flyover Conservatives, conservatives, they say every time at these reawaken events, right, they say, you know, we all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things, but if 80 million of us who voted for him would do just one thing, it'd make a huge difference, you know? So just do something, even if it's just attending a board meeting. Again, and that's where local action makes national impact. Yep. And just to go back and play off of your um how the it's the ESSER funds, the emergency elementary and secondary school uh, offices, their funds, they tamper down to each state and then those states uh, delegate each district the uh, allotted amount of money. Ohio got $4.4 billion. I spoke on this a year ago whenever the bill was passed in March of 2021. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's not about the safety, it's about the money. The districts were um, allotted this money if they enforced the CDC uh, uh, recommendations and mandates. And then you spoke about rindesivir and something that I learned this past week, which is kind of a uh, problem solution kind of thing. Uh, Pfizer is actually a third party man manufacturer or Pfizer is a manufacturer of Rendezivir. It is then sold to third parties and then administrated in the hospitals. You know, Pfizer created the uh, one of the vaccines and then they uh, also manufactured Rendezivir. So for you to still be under this farce of they're trying to cure you, they're trying to do what's best for you, it's completely absurd. Moderna, the CEO of Moderna, just came out this past year of, uh, or this past month, sorry, um, that they are working on an mRNA injection to help you if you have a heart issue. One of the largest, you know, side effects of these vaccines are pericarditis, myocarditis, you know, they're they're creating another mRNA for the problem that they created. Right. Um, people just need to wake up, just do a little bit of research and you will be, you'll be shocked of what you learn. Right. Well, not only that, Gilead Labs makes remdesivir and yeah. Gilead Labs is funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, George Soros and the CCP. Yeah, so it, again, you can't make this stuff up. Right, and you can go back. Um, I'm not sure what year it was, but Bill Gates gave a speech on creating vaccinations for depopulation. Like yep. it's, it's not made up. It's not a joke. This is a plan that they've had in plan for the past 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what people need to realize. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not... 
uh, you know, propaganda or it is propaganda being pushed, but it's this is all planned out. You need to do your research. You need to realize what's happening right now. Uh, you know, the food supply is planned. The inflation is planned. Uh, this pandemic, the next pandemic that they're going to do, you know, we have elections in just a couple of weeks. It's something that's going to happen. And it is all planned. It's not a coincidence. There are no coincidences. Right. It's all planned. And once you are awake, once you do your research, you'll never trust anything ever again. And that's nope. where you need to be. Right. You need to question everything. And that's the thing when you say it's been planned for decades, it has been. I mean, you go back and you look at the Rockefeller website, yes. Lockstep 2010, this whole thing was planned out in 2010 on their website. So if they were writing it on their website, completely planned out, you know, they were actually planning it years. Yeah. Years before. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. December. Yeah. December of um, 2020, I was looking around the World Economic Forum, looking at their website. They had this huge pinwheel on there. So this pinwheel was on their website and it had everything on there with all these little spaghetti arms going out and you could click on COVID-19 and then it had all these spaghetti arms going out telling you what they would do for each little area of the world, you know, and it would go to vaccines. It would go to um, exemptions. It, it was, everything's covered on there and it's still on there. But at the time you didn't have to become a member of the World Economic Forum and put your, your, your email in there. But now, of course, you have to put your email in there and you have to become part of, you know, and I think it's like there's a paywall up, so you have to pay for it. But at the time, nothing was up. I was clicking all over this thing and finding all this information. It was unbelievable. And if you think they put this whole thing together in a matter of months, yeah, <laughs> there's no way. That thing was put together years ago. It, it's really disgusting what they've been doing. It really is. The evil is just... It's so corrupt. Everything is corrupt. And it's not only the Democrats that are corrupt. The Republicans are corrupt as well. You just really need to dig into the candidates that you are choosing to support and what they stand on and how they really believe. Um, Michelle, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Is there anything else or uh, that you want to share or any way that my audience or anybody that you might share this with can contact you if they have any questions or anything like that? Sure, they can um, email at uh, patriotsunite76 at protonmail.com. Um, I'm working on trying to get a website together, so I don't have that yet. Um, it, this has kind of gotten bigger for me over the last year or so. With, you know, we had Dr. McCullough out at my church. We had Dr. Artis come out in person. And then we had General Flynn come out, you know, just a month ago. So it's just things have kind of exploded for me. So I'm trying to work on a website. But thank you for having me. And just the last thing, what General Flynn says all the time, national, you know, local action, national impact. So do something, anything. Literally, you know, show up at your school board, post about it, make a podcast, do anything. Because if you don't do anything, if you do nothing and stay silent, you're part of the problem. Right. I and mean, look at what, you, look what you've done, right? You put this podcast together. It's fabulous. You know, and the yeah. people that you've researched and the people that you've interviewed, I mean, it's amazing what you've done over the last year. So thank you for what you're doing too. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm so proud of you and for everything that you are doing. Um, you are welcomed anytime. You know, I heard your speech at the event and, uh, you know, mind blowing the stuff that you were able to research and find. So please, whenever you want to come on, if there's any uh, updates or anything at all, just send me a text and we'll, we'll set up something. I appreciate your time. 
so much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you. You guys, thank you. Please subscribe, go follow. Um, I'll put the email address that Michelle just shared that you can um, send any questions or whatever information that you might have that you want to share. God bless you. God bless this country. And together we're Patriots Strong. i see you next time, guys. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products.